for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Today we have JD Reynolds. How's it going today? G'day, Tom. G'day, listeners. I'm well. Thank you. How y'all doing? Doing really well. Just enjoy enjoying the day. We got past the little internet situation, and I think we finally got a solid connection here. So we'll get this. <laughs> we did. Yeah, where we're literally we're literally chatting from two opposite ends of the planet right now. Right. Yeah. Actually, you're the <laughs> you're the first Australian guest we've had on the radio show. Yay! Uh, so. What was it like kind of growing up in Australia? What was the country, what was the music scene like for you as you were growing up in uh, in the country in Australia? Oh, it was an interesting one. I grew up as a ballerina first, uh, mm. so that's how I got into music. So it was uh, a bit of a drive to the big smoke for my mum to get me into uh, good ballet lessons. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's from there that I found a love of music because I'd sing to myself in the wings when I yeah. was nervous. Uh, and the music scene in Australia has always been great. Uh, Aussies love music. Aussies love country music. Aussies love anything that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the live scene's always been really, really cool. I'm really, really jumping. Uh, and so I, I just kind of, yeah, from ballet shoes to cowboy boots, yeah. man, that's, that's how I used to get, you know, that, that was my life when I was little. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you were introduced to music early on. You were a ballerina at first. When did you kind of make that transition from dancing to music? Uh, well, it was in the wings of my shows. Uh, I was uh, I was a very um, young ballerina and I got very good quick, very quickly. So I was thrown in amongst it. And I remember being in the wings at the Sydney Opera House and these massive shows uh, and I'd be so nervous. And so I would sing to myself and you know, my family was would always laugh because they'd say, we can hear little JD in the wings <laughs> and I'd get in trouble for it. Uh, and it was one of the, uh, a world round, a world renowned uh, choreographer uh, mm -hmm. came up to my mum after the show and said, that little JD, she's a beautiful little ballerina, but damn, can she sing? Yeah. Uh, and so, and I loved singing. And then the two just started lending, you know, going hand in hand. And I was pretty much putting uh, my cowboy boots on over my ballet slippers to leave concerts. And I was the little one sort of just running around singing Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've always loved country music. I was, a, you know, I'm still a big fan of Dolly yeah. and uh, Patsy Cline. And, and so the two of them went hand in hand. My mom and my grandma were huge country music fans. Uh, and so I grew up always singing, always loving country. Uh, and then I grew too tall to be a ballerina. Uh, so, you know, I'm a very tall girl, uh, but, um, you know, I still I still put the ballet shoes on every now and then, but uh, it's more, uh, more more cowboy boots now. But that's what got me into singing, the, the sheer joy uh, and the comfort that singing mm. gave to me as a little girl. Yeah. Uh, so you, you made that kind of transition but still have, holding on to dancing because it was something you also enjoyed. But oh yeah, 
because genetics kind of played against you a little bit being too tall you know yes i i understand i understand the the dilemma there where it's like i still want to dance but I'm too tall and you know yeah that's right and you know my my mum was um my mum's always been a realist and I actually really love that about her mm. and she'd say to me baby girl you know I'm tall um your dad's really tall um your brothers your cousins you're pretty much the shortest in the family and you are really tall yeah. so she was always a realist and she said I want you to have that love of ballet and dance and dance because you love it mm-hmm. uh but to be a ballerina you do have to be of a certain height uh and uh at five eleven and a half honey you, you, it's not gonna happen sure. <laughs> uh, so um but um, yeah i still dance i still i still dance ballet uh but music man music singing uh songwriting it's just my uh my my number one joys and <laughs> and i just uh yeah I'm a, I'm a i'm a happy gal for sure w- when did you kind of start exploring your creative influence for music when did you kind of start writing your own music interesting i started uh at a very very as soon as i could hold a crayon okay i was rewriting the ends of nursery rhymes as a very little girl because i thought they were all miserable and sad and my mum would say man this is really clever you know the way she's the way she's writing and i just continued to write and i i write in journals i've always written in journals uh and diaries and i've ri- always loved poetry i've written a lot of poetry as a kid and all of that um, I've just kept in in di- just in, in, a, in a catalog. Uh, and then I always read back over that and reflect on it. And my songs, uh, that's why I love how fans go, oh, my God, every time you bring out a song, I feel like I know you a little bit better. I feel mm-hmm. like we're, we're, we're really hearing who you are because my songs are pages of experiences ripped out of my diary and turned into songs. For sure. That's... You know, do you ever, is that, is that still kind of how you write is going through your diary and writing in your diary? Do you still do that pretty consistently or? I I do, but I don't, I'm a very interesting writer. Uh, It's, um, it's an interesting thing to talk about. Hmm. I write ideas, thoughts, feelings in my diary, experiences in Hmm. my diary, and then I'll just leave it alone. I won't, I won't reread it. And it won't be until I'm completely, I'm asleep uh, mm. and I wake up at two, three o'clock in the morning and I have a, a whole song in my head. So I run to my studio and I, I put it down uh, and I play it and uh, it's there. The lyrics are there. The melody is there. And it's the same thing when I surf. Uh, mm. I'm a, <laughs> My mates call me a dangerous surfer because one minute I'm there, I'm conscious, I'm, I'm yeah. in the moment. And the next minute I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to, I've got a song coming in my head and I'm, I'm catching a, any way then that I can, I can just so I can run the four by four, get it down. Uh, and so, yeah, interest, interesting writer. I think it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a gift. I, I, I do think my writing is just, is a gift just given straight directly to me. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's always interesting, like just the create, just being creative in general, not necessarily writing music, but maybe you write books or, you know, just like anything creative. When those ideas hit you, it is always in the weirdest places or the most unfortunate places. Like for you, when you're, when you're surfing, 
for me, every, it's every time I'm driving home from somewhere. It's like driving's good, yeah. It, it like especially when I'm on a long drive and it's just very I can kind of control the atmosphere a bit and then the juices start flowing and it's like I I can't really write this down. I need to figure out how to remember this or I'm not going to. So yeah. No, driving's a great one as well. And you know, you it's funny. I don't know about if it's the same with you, Tom, but your friends get used to you. So if I'm if I'm with my friends and I completely zone out as if I'm ignoring every single person in the room, yeah. one person will say, Oh, look, don't worry about JD. She's probably just writing another song. Right. <laughs> they, they know. They they know. They they see me glaze over and I'm gone. Yeah. I'm I'm no longer present. <laughs> hey, at least you have that ability to just kind of separate yourself from the like when you have that influence, you have the ability to kind of separate yourself from the moment to get get the idea down, and that it's like okay, then you could bring yourself back and we're back present with what's going on here between us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Look, I'll never write anything down. I've never written anything down. Um, if I have, I've got a song in my head, I will sit down at the piano, I'll play it and I'll sing it until I know it. Mm -hmm. If I can't remember it, it's not good enough. That's my motto. If I, if I don't recall something, if I think, Oh, what was that line or what was that melody? Oh, I don't remember it. Not good enough. Not good enough for me to remember. Not good enough for my fans to listen to. <laughs> so I'm very hard on myself. Uh, and I only want to give my fans and myself um, the, the very, very best of me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can be really, really hard on myself, but it's working out. <laughs> it, I wish I had that ability to just let things go where it's like, okay, I couldn't remember it. It's done. I'll sit here and rack my brain for three days straight if I forget something. And then right, yeah. it's just like I beat myself up constantly because I forgot something because I thought it was such a good idea and I didn't write it down or whatever. And mm. I tried to take that mindset of, Oh, if I can't remember it, it's not good enough. You know, the funny thing is that if you just uh, let your mind, for me personally, um, if I let my mind relax, if I have, if I can't remember a line, I think, my goodness, that was good. But hey, look, at the moment, it's, I didn't get, I didn't catch a, a big enough wave to get in in time. Uh, so I will just let it go. I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide. And it's funny what comes back to you. So it might be the next day or during my sleep, or I might be driving somewhere or in the middle of a conversation with somebody and it will just flow straight back through my head yeah. because I've just, I've just relaxed and let it go. Yeah. It's kind of like those, you know, relationships that you think now nah, I'll just let that go. I don't, I don't want anything to, you know, I don't, I don't want that anymore. And they yeah. always give ring and you <laughs> right oh so kind of on the talking about the creative process you uh released a new song yesterday uh a little piece of uh, a little piece of your heart um yes. this is your first release this year um uh, what was kind of the thought process going into this release uh, it's funny because uh, this song's coming off um, of a number one previously. My mm. my song before it went to number one um, on Australian radio uh, during Grammy week, which is the mm. biggest week in music, in, um, you know, in Australia. And here I was, <laughs> uh, J.D. Reynolds sitting at number one on radio, which I was, um, I was, I was stoked about. Uh, and uh, going into this one, um, I wanted to introduce my fans to uh, a, a softer side of me, uh, a more gooey 
romantic side mm. of me, which I, I do have. I'm a very bubbly, happy kind of person. Uh, but I just wanted to everyone to just feel the love. Mm. Uh, and so going into this song, I love the title of it, A Little Piece of Your Heart, because every fan out there has got a little piece of mine, and I just wanted to give a little piece of my own heart back to them. Uh, and uh, this particular song is about finding love at a really young age, knowing that it's love, uh, but outside noises are telling you differently, uh, and just sticking with your person and doing life together and 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 doing things your way. And yep. I think that's uh, that's that's something that I really want my fans to take out of it. Doesn't matter if it's love, uh, career, work. Just do things your way, and you'll you, you'll find your way. So th this is your first release of 2023. It's coming off of a number one hit during uh, Grammy week in Australia. You know, there, there's a, having heard the song and listened to it several times before we did this interview, it's absolutely amazing song. What's running through your mind right now as it's we're approaching 24, 48 hours since the song released? I know there's a time difference, so I'm trying to accommodate yeah, the time difference there, but... Sure. Uh, look, Tom, I've got a little tear in my eye. Um, I That's how I know um, how much I love the song. Uh, it doesn't matter how many times I listen to it, it always brings a little tear to my to, to my eye. Um, my fans just over these uh, past, um, you know, hours that have that have gone by since release uh, are just inundating me with messages and love of, and, uh, and support and letting me know how much it's touched their heart. Uh, I had a couple who were who reached out to me saying they were pretty much in the middle of a yelling match about trying to choose their wedding song and they were having a big fight about it. Uh, and they sent me a little a, a voice message saying, JD, I think you've just saved our relationship because this is the song we're going to get married in. This is going to be our wedding dance. Nice. That to me, oh my God, I, oh, I've got goosebumps, Tom. Um, but it's those little things. As long as it's number one in the in the eyes of my fans, it's mm. number one. Uh, and that's what I want. I want every song of mine to be number one in the eyes of my fans, and that, and 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 that that in itself is just you know all the all the joy that I can feel. What I heard from that was your music is saving relationships. I know. Don't you love that? I mean, I, here I am. I've, you know, I'm, I'm on the other side of the world. Uh, this couple's writing to me saying they're at loggerheads about their wedding dance. They were fighting. Yeah. Uh, and then just to get some messages like that. And you think, wow, this is, this is just one of the many beautiful yeah. reasons why I do this. I just love it. That's awesome. It's, it's an absolutely amazing song. I'm going to just preface that again. Um, so with the song out now, what's kind of the plan as you look into the rest of 2023? Are you already thinking about the next release or are you going to kind of sit on a little piece of your heart and just kind of enjoy it for what it is right now? Uh, I'm going to enjoy a little piece of your heart and I hope it touches a little piece of everyone's heart out there. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be releasing more music uh, <laughs> soon as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and this is just a story. It's a journey. It's going to go from, you know, my, my, my previous single eight seconds, <laughs> then into a little piece of your heart and then you know, into the next song. And you'll, you'll hear the story develop. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a journey. I love to, I love to 
write all of my songs as as just these collaborative stories of just the life of JD Reynolds. Uh, so, but for now, I'm just loving uh, I'm loving the love that um, a little piece of your heart is is receiving all around the world. And um, as long as I'm touching hearts, I'm 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 on my right path. Awesome. Is this all building to a bigger project? Like, are you looking to do like a full length album or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so um, it will be, uh, it will be a full length, uh, full length album uh, leading up um, uh, possibly, uh, you know, to early next, uh, early next year. Yeah. Uh, that I'm just going to like, you know, just kick a, kick a few of these cool little birdies out of the nest and uh, we'll just watch them fly. Yeah. Uh, and the the things I'm the, the songs I'm writing uh the everything is is just flowing so beautifully and naturally at the mm-hmm. moment um and I just I just am really really looking forward uh just to these uh to, to these next listen few hours I'm looking forward <laughs> to the next few hours uh let alone the next few days yeah. uh and the next few weeks and months uh so I just uh you know I just love everyone who's on the journey with me it's um it's fun it's always better together man come yeah. jump on the JD Reynolds journey with me y'all oh for sure the second you said that all your songs were connecting I was like that's I guarantee you it's leading to a full-length album and it's probably leading to vinyl of some sort Yes, I'd love to bring it out on vinyl. Uh, My mum won't listen to anything unless it's on vinyl. Uh, She's a massive vinyl fan. Uh, You know, it's just got that sound, doesn't it? Sounds like a record. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So uh, designing the artwork um, is is going to be so much fun. I've got a lot of ideas uh, uh, around the artwork uh, for the album. And uh, I am, uh, I'm loving just putting my, um, you know, my creative juices into Mm. everything from the songwriting to the graphic design to uh, the, you know, the direction for for the the covers. Uh, It's funny, a fan said to me, um, just, this morning saying i look forward to your covers and your artwork just as much as i look forward to your music uh which is really nice i, I, I love that because it, it's all it all goes together the whole story yeah. the cover the music uh you know even the even the type the type of um you know writing or that that you choose mm-hmm. um to write the to write the name of a little piece of your heart um it's it's all it's all connected Oh yeah. It's all art. It's amazing. Like, especially right now, since people are releasing singles and you have to have the cover art for that. So you got like the song that is, it's its own art piece. And then you got the cover, the cover, the cover art is it's obviously in the words or in the name there, but you know, it's all art and it all takes time and it needs to be appreciated. Oh, look, thank you. I, um, yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's why I pour my heart into my music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will never put a B, can I call it a, a, a B-side track on, on, on an album? Mm-hmm. I love to make sure that every single song I put out there is the very, very best of me mm-hmm. that I can possibly give. Uh, and then it just get better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's I've always I've, I've always just really just been been proud of that that I'll I, I'll everything that I put out I really put my heart and soul into yeah for sure I will say though sometimes those deep those deep b-side cuts some of those are the my favorite songs just listen oh yeah yeah it, it's like you you go and listen to some of these mainstream artists like 
back when uh i get well i mean when i was growing up it was cassettes and cd players but uh you know just kind of going deep into the 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 cd and it's like deep in the uh layout and the track list those those b-side cuts man Oh yeah. So in my album, I'm going, I'm calling them buried treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're not going to be B-side, they're, they're buried treasure. Uh, so yeah, anything, you know, anything that I'm not going to have any fillers on there. You know, yeah. how a lot yeah. of producers will say, Oh, look, we just need an extra song. Just throw anything on there. Or, yeah. you know, just, 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 I'll never do that. Yeah. It's got to be a real little hidden gem or just yeah. Yeah, a real, a real dark horse. One oh, of yeah. the songs that you think, Oh, hang on a second. For sure. <laughs> this is a song. Because there is a distinct difference between a filler song and a B-side, like a deep B-side. Oh, uh, yes, cut that's in. correct. Yes, correct. There hey, is. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I say, when yeah, so when I, the lingo, when I say, yeah, B-side, I mean like a yeah. filler. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so kind of heading in, how often are you playing uh, shows? Are, are you playing uh, shows consistently? Uh, yeah, no, not at the moment. Uh, not playing shows consistently. Uh, I've uh, my band and I are have been uh, having a good chat. Uh, also chatting with um, some really cool musos over in the in the US. Mm. And uh, yeah, ready to uh, rock and roll, put a show together, and uh, and get on the road. Oh man, I I can't wait. I really want to get in front of the fans and uh, and just have that that connection. And there's nothing better than watching a fan live just sing along to your lyrics. It just make everything that you that you do worthwhile yeah for sure for sure um and then if anybody wants to check out your music or any upcoming shows or just interact with you on social where's the best place to do that yeah look you can if you just google jd reynolds country singer i pretty much take up the first 50 pages of google um but um yeah jd reynolds uh jd reynolds official.com so www.jdreynoldsofficial.com uh, or jump on my instagram uh jd reynolds official and make sure you write to me i am the only person who controls my socials uh so you are writing to me and again and and i am the one answering i'm i pride myself on that um everyone who answers who writes to me i do answer for sure. It's, I think that's an important part of the game too, whether as long as it's at least one social media platform, like, I mean, I understand because there's so many platforms out there nowadays where it's like, okay, I can't manage everything. But if you have like that one where it's like, that's actually me, I think that's important for a lot of musicians. Definitely. See, I mean, I couldn't imagine being at a show and perhaps having this couple that wrote to me about the wedding song come yeah. up to me and say, oh, my God, JG, do you remember me? And me going, uh, because, because you know, someone else had written back to them. I couldn't imagine that, that I would feel awful. So um, I do I do love to answer answer everyone and see everyone's message because if you come up to me at a show and say, oh, my God, do you remember me? You know, I called my, you know, my poodle, JG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you know, and that just makes the shows that much better because it's personal. Like everybody's there. They have a personal connection. It's amazing. It is. It's it's kind of uh, like having a big party with mates. You just got all your mates out there and people that you recognize, and uh, and uh, it just makes it all you know all the more all the more joyful for me. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute blast. One thing that I want to do really quick before we wrap this up is we like to pass on knowledge to the young musicians out there that are were once that are currently trying to 
make that first step, that next step, you know, they're just trying to uh, find their way in the music industry. So what's a piece of knowledge that you wish you knew when you first got started that you know now? Oh, piece. All right. Learn the difference between criticism and constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is great because it's always from people who really want you to do well, who are giving you some love and some feedback. <laughs> and then there's just plain old criticism. Yeah. And so don't let that get to you. Uh, listen to it. And just, you know, and, and not take it on board. You will learn the difference very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, and you grow from your constructive criticism from people who want to see you do well. Um, don't get down on yourself from just criticism. For sure. It's all, it's all about intent. That's Correct. that. That's what I've learned over the last three, four years is you still beat myself up because every little piece of criticism we'd get and then I'd start realizing, oh, they don't have real intent of seeing us improve or, you know, whatever. So it, it's all yeah, about the it, intent. That's right. And it's and it's all about those people who are giving you that, um, you know, constructive criticism. People who really love you, who love what you do, who believe in you and just want to see you improve and, and get better. Uh, so just keep an, keep an ear out for the difference because mm. and, and you'll feel it in your heart. That's my best bit of advice, I reckon. Awesome. It's perfect. You know, that's that's what a lot of people need to hear. So oh, especially cool. I hope it helps someone. For sure. But once again, thank you so much. It's been an absolute blast, JD. I really enjoy listening to a little piece of your heart and can't wait to listen to more music as you uh roll more out the rest of the year and you know, just kind of going back through your catalog of stuff you've released. It's been an absolute blast preparing for this interview. So uh, Tom, thank you so much for having me. And to all of your listeners, thank you so much for listening. I've had a blast. Thank you. 